Hello and welcome to this episode of I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, where today I'm going to be talking about there's a lot of bad parenting advice out there. So the big question is this, how are parents like us, who don't have a manual, who are doing the best we can, who feel as though we aren't enough, how are we going to raise healthy, happy children who we are proud of and still keep our sanity in that process? That's the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Ryan Roy, and welcome to I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, a podcast for parents who are being real with themselves. Hello, and welcome back to this episode of I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, where today I'm going to be talking about there's a lot of bad parenting advice out there. Wow. Wow. I'm going to let you know what came about this. Somebody uh, tagged me in a post on Facebook and uh, just asked my opinion <laughs> on something. And, and I'm going to go through it. It's from PragerU. I'm not 100% familiar with PragerU. It sounds like it's an online university who uh, probably has a lot of varying educational things. I think you pay a membership and next thing you know, uh, you get a whole lot of people who are willing to put... Uh, stuff up there and this came from a lifelong psychologist so when I say lifelong guys probably been doing this over uh, 30 years based on the looks of the video that I saw as a five-minute video I'm gonna give you the breakdown he says that basically um, research says that parents want to be their kids to be happy and, and people want to be happy and kids naturally are happy he said, but how often have you heard of a child being called obedient? And then he goes in to say, they say this research says that obedient children tend to be more happy. And more so than that, the parents tend to be happy. So the question isn't how do you get kids to be happy, but how do you get kids to obey? And, I, you know, I can... I go off on a tangent here. Maybe I'll feel feel out the rest, but I'm, no, I'm going to go on a tangent a little bit. So I read a book in college as I went to business school, and there was a book they had us read called Obedience to Authority. And the research said, this book just sticks out in my mind. It's still on my bookshelf today. Uh, I, I reference it sometimes because it just amazes me. And, and I've never been this way. Uh, like... You kind of have to tell me why I must do something so that it makes sense to me. My mom always taught me like, hey, ask a lot of questions. Don't just do things because people told you to do them. Like, But if there's authority, you're at school and they're like, do your homework. Yeah, that makes sense. But if somebody tells me, hey, you need to go stand in the corner right now and there's no like reason. And then they say, tell the why, because I said so. Like, that's not going to fly with me. I don't care if it's a teacher. I don't care if it's a principal. In work, my bosses, coworkers, managers throughout life. Hey, Ryan, we need you to do this. Okay, I, I can do that. But why? Well, because I said so. Well, if you can't give me an explanation so I understand why I'm doing what I'm doing, so I can see the big picture, so I understand my role in this, and maybe I can perform it even better because I understand the end result, I'm not going to do it because I'm asking a simple question as to why this needs to be done, not because I'm questioning your authority, but because I want to have an understanding, right? So just because... This guy thinks that, oh, we need to get kids to be more obedient. And if they're obedient, they're going to be happy. 
man, it almost makes me want to curse. Like, no, just because you're telling people to do stuff and you expect them to do it, if they're not doing it, like you, you think they're not being obedient, therefore they're miserable or the parents are miserable. No, people need to understand for understanding purposes, not just because they're trying to be defiant. So basically, he says back in the 60s, a bunch of people wrote a bunch of books about how to parent and how to do things. And I forget the exact terminology he said, but he goes, but how has that worked out? Could you say that kids are more obedient now than they were back then? And, uh, you know, that's like saying, uh, you know, uh, a caveman back in the day evolved into this and like cavemen are better. No, like we, there's evolution to life. And that's why I preface this whole thing with this guy's a little antiquated. He learned some things in school. He's been teaching it for 30 years. And next thing you know, anything outside of that, he's not a person of growth. That's that's what that's what I got out of this man's presentation or video today is like, hey, this is how it's always been for me. And this is how it is. And, you know, kids are out of control today and they're out of control simply because people aren't telling them what to do. And uh, I, I just kind of have a problem with that. Um, so let me check out my notes here on this because I had to take notes. Um so it said that it, it's it's not about proper discipline, right? All these books they're talking about like, hey, this is how you discipline your kids. This is what you need to do. And it's not about proper discipline, but he says the it's about the proper attitude of the parents. Attitude for most people has a negative connotation. I think I understand what he's saying. I just don't agree with his terminology. But then again, I don't agree with what he had to say. So um it's about the demeanor of the parents and how they come across and, and how confident they do it and whether or not they've earned respect, in my opinion, not the attitude, because attitude has a negative connotation. Um, so then he said, if, if he were to go into a classroom and go to the the, the teacher who is, is known for having a great discipline in her class that has the fewest amount of behavioral problems, things of that nature. If he was to go in and observe that, and maybe he did. I don't, I don't think this is just theory. I think if I were to do this and he did it, um, he said that the teacher that demonstrated to these students very clear expectation in simple sentences. And then he, he said, you know, if you have to use more words... Uh, it sounds like you're less confident. Uh, so to use fewer words and be very competent in what you're saying and be direct. Then he said this. He's like, don't explain yourself. Like if you want kids to obey you, don't explain it because it can come up with arguments. Like, And he gave a couple examples and, and, and I off the top of my head, it was like, hey, why do I have to do that? And then the kid will say, well, I'll, I'll just do this and I'll just do that. Like... When you explain yourself, it, it opens up for argument, which I, I kind of understand. But again, it depends on the kid. It depends on how you're parenting across the board. So then he goes into, he goes, um, this is what you need to say as a parent. You need to just lay down the law. He goes, when somebody says, why do I have to do that? If a child says, why do I have to do that? And I want to stress here that he's talking about children. He didn't say teenagers. He didn't say like, you know, your children as if like it'd be young adults. He's, he's talking about children. So children, he says, all you need to say is this, because I said so. Then he goes on to say, that's not going to, you know, 
you know, oh, I said so, and that's why you need to do it. Like, the kids aren't going to be, like, distraught for life because you said that. He goes, and then say it, looking down on them as an authoritative figure, as they're looking up at you, as if this is a good thing. And then he goes on, and this is what really got to me. Because in my book, uh, Be the Dad You Wish You Had, 40 Power Lessons Become a Powerful Dad, I talk about in Chapter 5, Speak to Your Kids at Eye Level. Not when you need them to obey you, but, but the last thing he said was this. So before I go off on that tangent, the last thing he said was this. You know, all I can say, that's one example of bad parenting. Like, you need to look down on your kids, and they need to look at you as a, an authoritative figure. The last thing he said is, there's a, all I can say is there's a lot of bad parenting advice out there. And that was like the end of his video. I mean, I don't know about you. I don't know jack about parenting, but I understand how I parent. I understand the books I've read. And when used in the right context, right, this is just obeying. He's like, oh, you got to get kids to obey to you. Talk down to them. And then he used this reference of like, there's a lot of books out there that say talk to them at eye level. It didn't say talk to them at eye level when you need them to listen to you. It didn't say get down and be like, hey, little Johnny, please do this. Daddy respects you. We're equals right now. Like he blanketed that statement as if that was bad parenting advice. And that's where I have a challenge with what he had to say. A lot of the things he said in here, I agree with half-heartedly, depending on when you're utilizing it. But listen, this thing we call parenting, and I don't know Jack about it, is something that we need to navigate on a daily basis, on a momentary basis. And if my kid's not listening to me, it's probably because I haven't poured into him. It's probably because I haven't spent any time with him. I'm going to give you a simple example. Like my, my son comes home. He's in the third grade now. He has tons of homework every single day. I wouldn't say tons, but compared to previous years, it's tons of homework. He likes to come in. He likes to wind down his day. As a matter of fact, right now I made him a snack. He's watching a little bit of YouTube, enjoying some time off from his busy work day, right? He went to school. He worked all day. He wants to come down and relax. You guys want to relax? I know I want to relax. And once I relax and I regress myself, oftentimes I go back to work. Once my kids go down and my wife's asleep, a lot of times I come back into the office and I work. I've had some downtime away from it. I need to get some things done. I can now refocus. Why? Because we need time and space. So there's a routine in the house right now. I ask him if he's done his homework or, or if he has homework. And he says, of course, I have the two sheets I need to do. One English, one Spanish. Fantastic. Today, he actually said, hey, I did my English homework on the bus. Dad, can you help me with the Spanish? Fantastic. Would you like a snack? Yeah. Can I watch a little TV, Dad? Absolutely. Go ahead. Go for it. He needs his downtime. But I'll tell you this. I'm going to go upstairs because I created clear boundaries. I said, I need you to read 10 pages in this particular book. When I'm done working, I expect that you have read that and we're going to go over it. Then we're going to pull out your science or no, science sorry spanish homework and we're going to go over your spanish homework after that we're going to go pick up your brother we're going to come back and we're going to have dinner as a family and we're going to get into our evening routine i didn't get into all that but i don't have to here's the deal the other day he was well last week he was off on a, a vacation there was no school for an entire week he had a homework packet for his vacation which i don't agree with 
but we did it anyway as a family. It was optional. We didn't travel. We didn't do anything. I said, at least he could do is get a little mind work in each day this way. On Saturday, his, his mom usually helps him. My wife usually helps him with his Spanish because she speaks Spanish. And I had already gone over all the English part. I said to him, hey, I have to go out somewhere. It's Saturday. Let's not spend your last day worrying about homework. Let's take care of it. I'm going to be gone for about two hours today. Uh, when I come back, I want you to have done your Spanish homework. I get home and he comes running up to me. And I, I said, what's going on? He, and then my wife says, hey, what's with him and getting the Spanish homework done? I said, I asked him to take care of it while I was gone. I thought if he asked you, you would take care of it with him. She goes, I had a few things to do. We're actually going to get to it later on tonight. But now I understand his urgency. I didn't, didn't threaten him. I set an expectation for him based on the fact that, hey, I don't want you to have to worry about it on your last day of your vacation. Let's enjoy tomorrow. Let's get this out of the way. And you have two hours to do it. it should take you, he, he knows, it take maybe a half hour. Mom should be able to help you. He came back. She's like, well, why is he like that? I said, because I pour into him. And I set an expectation for him. And he knows I love him. And he knows that he don't want to let down daddy for any reason because I care for him, love him, I do things with him. Not because he felt threatened. There was nothing going to happen if it didn't get done. She said she didn't have time to help him. I looked at him. I said, that's okay. Mom didn't have time. But thank you. Listen, thank you for asking her. Thank you for pressing on. Thank you for her asking me. Like, why is this so important to him? Because he was important to him because he didn't want to let me down. Now, is does he, does he need to obey me? Did I have to look down on him? I didn't have to do any of that. What I had to do for the last eight years of his life is tell him how important he is to me. Tell him how much I love him. Tell him how I appreciate his effort, not necessarily his grades. I appreciate his effort, not necessarily the result on a sporting game. I appreciate his effort. I appreciate who he is and how he shows up. I appreciate how he's a good brother. I appreciate how he loves on his brother. I appreciate how he takes care of the cat. I appreciate him and all he does because in my book, that apparently some psychologists would probably think is just poor parenting skills. I reward the behavior I desire. So listen to what happened. He didn't do what I asked him to do partially because of his mother. He couldn't control his mother. He was able to control mom. I want to get this done before dad gets back. She said no. He didn't want to let me down. He pressed on further so much so that she's like, why was it so important to him? He did his part of the deal. He did everything in his power to get it done. So what did I say to him? Hey, thank you for reminding mom. Thank you for trying. You guys will take care of it tonight. I reward the behavior through my words and my actions. I wasn't overly concerned about it. That, hey, thank you for doing what I asked you to do. It wasn't totally in your control. So this guy telling me you can't look kids eye in the eye. This guy saying that like, hey, kids want to be. Listen, nobody wants to be told what to do. I've never on this podcast ever once told a parent, hey, you need to do this. You want to know why? Because it's not my experience and I don't like to be told what to do. So why would I tell you what to do? I tell you my experiences. I tell you I don't know jack about parenting. I tell you that I am going through this journey completely lost. But I never say, 
hey, you parents, you should do this. What I, what I do encourage is spending more time with your kids. But I never say, you need to spend more time with your kids. You're not spending enough. You need to spend more quality time. I don't do that. And I don't want anybody telling me what I should do or how I should parent. But I do like solid, good advice. And, and, and telling parents to get down at eye level. Because what happens when you get down at eye level, you're building trust. And when you're building trust, you're building respect. And when you're building respect, your kid will look at you when you ask them to do something and say, dad treats me this way, mom treats me this way. And mom acknowledges me and dad acknowledges me when I do things well. I want more of that positive reinforcement and acknowledgement. Not this, I told you to do it so you just do it. That's never gotten anywhere with me. I could ask you, when somebody told you what to do as a child, what did you feel? You felt dismissed. You felt as though, hey, all I wanted to know was this and why couldn't you answer the question? And you start to resent your parents. And that, man, I, I so want to curse. That shit may work when they're, even at my son's age, at eight, nine, maybe 10. But after that, he's going to look at me and say, I don't have to do Jack. You don't know, he's going to tell me, Jack, you don't know Jack about parenting. I don't have to do Jack that you say. You want to know why? Because I'll be defiant. What are you going to do about it? And he could be defiant all he wants. Because I'm just trying to push on my authoritative figure. I'm the dad. I know all. Forget that. That is so antiquated. And, and, and that partially, partially, is problem with today's society. People are telling people constantly what to do without giving people choice. See, I could tell my son, hey, you can do your homework now. Or you could do it later. If you do it now, you're going to get to do the things you like to do. If you choose to do it later, certain things are going to get taken away. What choice do you want? And he may just choose the one that benefits him the most. I didn't tell him what to do. I just gave him two options. Give your kids options. Look, I don't know jack about parenting. I know this guy from PragerU. Had a pretty strong opinion, and maybe I have a pretty strong opinion based on a very small um, the sample of his work. But I have to say, <laughs> I don't agree so much with this whole you need kids to be obey in order for them and you to be happy. My kids do things through free will, not because I told them to. That's called parenting. We'll see you in the next episode. Do you want to be the dad you wish you had? If so, go get my free book, Be the Dad You Wish You Had, at bethedadyouwishyouhad.com. Inside, you'll find my most effective 40 tips to quickly and easily transform yourself into the ideal dad. Go to bethedadyouwishyouhad.com now and get it while it's free.